Welcome to the Making Meaningful Income podcast, where a job is not just a job, where we refuse to settle for mediocrity, and where you're just one thought away from creating an extraordinary life. Only you can decide what's possible, but you've got to be willing to do what it takes. Find out what your life could be with your host, Andrew Cipriano. All right. So welcome to the podcast today. We have our first guest. I'm really excited. Her name is Hannah Watkins. So me and Hannah have known each other for about a year now. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just over. She lives in the UK. Where in the UK do you live? Do you mind telling? I live um, just south of London. So I'm like, so if London's like right at the bottom, I'm between London and the sea. Okay. London and the sea. That's where you find Hannah. Also, I love the way you say my name. <laughs> How do you I've say never it? heard you say my surname. We're, we're so nasally in Michigan. Hannah. <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> Yeah, like it. I didn't know I was nasally until like a couple months ago. Somebody called it out. I was living in Texas last year and someone's like, you're really nasally. I'm like, no, I'm not. What are you talking about? And I am nasally. I've noticed now the A's are really hard. <laughs> so how do you define yourself? Is it weight loss coach? Um, yes. So I am a weight loss coach for all intents and purposes, but weight loss is not what I teach. I teach people to not ever need weight loss again. So I stop them. I teach them how to address their emotional over desire for food and their hormonal over hunger and to break all of their desire reward cycle habits that they've picked up along the way. Okay. So say it in like in, in English. <laughs> that was a lot. In English, yeah. I teach you to lose weight, but do it forever. Awesome. That's perfect. Yeah. Me and Hannah certified together from the life coach school. It's like the best certification ever. And it was so amazing. And I kind of have the similar framework with business. I call myself a life coach, not a business coach, because I'm teaching you how to manage your mind, which in my opinion is a life skill. And then you can take that and build a business with that skill. So kind of like a similar switch because most people online, I think are teaching like, you know, the tactics, the how, Oh, you know, I did this in 2020. I went on keto for a year where you don't eat any carbs. And that was like what I see most people online teaching. I'm like, hey, go on keto, starve yourself, and then lose weight. And what happened yeah. was I lost 15 pounds in a very unhealthy way, um, probably killed half of my liver. And then I went and gained it immediately back once I started eating. Like I would get to the point where I would eat carbs once a week and I would just throw up almost every time. Like that's healthy, right? That's that's obviously <laughs> mentally healthy. <laughs> so um, why did you become, and let's do an entrepreneur first. Like why did you choose to go into entrepreneurship? Why did I choose to go into entrepreneurship? Okay. So, I mean, technically, I think at the moment I'm like a solopreneur because it's just me for the time being. Um, So the reason I think I want to be an entrepreneur is because I don't like working for other people per se, as in I spent a lot of time doing that. And I think that I think that in working for other people, I always kind of knew that I was doing it because I was too scared to strike out on my own. And when you strike it on your own, you can just be authentically everything that you believe in without having to do it behind the label of somebody else. Yeah. And that's hard. That's scary. Yeah, for sure. It's it's so scary. But then equally, so is the idea of dying, having spent my entire life working <laughs> behind somebody else's front door. That's what I always say. I'm like, yeah, it's scary to own a business. But what's really scary is being a nine to five that you hate and having to sit in bed at night thinking about that. Yeah, <laughs> um, for sure. I was going to ask you. Like we just, we should have clicked record earlier because we just had a conversation about being like unforgivably authentic before we started Mm -hmm. recording. And it's like, has that been the hardest part? What's been the hardest part for you since you actually started your business went all in? The hardest part is putting yourself out there with your own voice and knowing that to reach the people that you can help, you're going to piss off a lot of people that you were never going to help. Yeah. There's like a whole, you have to do a whole curriculum on hate. Like in my program, we talk about hatred because people are going to hate you. And that really, I mean, it's so cliche, but it means you're doing something right because you're being yourself. But 
Um, yeah. A lot of the mental work I do is like helping you to make sure that hatred isn't something you take personally because it's not personal to you. It's like where a yeah. lot of thought work goes in. Do you know, there is there's such a fun example of this that's happened to me like just recently. And that is I spent such a long time trying to get any kind of traction on social media, right? So most people who run their own businesses will try and use social media for free marketing or paid marketing or whatever. So you're trying to get your message out there on social media. And for a long time, I was like battling with Facebook and Instagram and I would put stuff out there and it was literally like crickets, right? It was just tumbleweed. No one was watching. No one was seeing it. No one was interacting. And I remember, <clears throat> I remember being desperate for someone anyone just to see my stuff, right. To get my stuff in front of some eyes, to get some eyes on my, on my stuff. And then it was almost like this genie came out of nowhere and kind of granted my wish, but in the most weird way, I went onto TikTok and I did a video that went a bit viral. I mean, does a hundred thousand views count as viral? I don't know. I think, I think I, technically a million, but we're going to count that. That's pretty good. Okay. Well, it's viral to me, right? So <laughs> So I went from nobody looking at my stuff to this one video that I don't even think was that good because I wasn't, you know, I didn't think it was anything particularly special, but for somehow it got picked up in the algorithm and it went out to like a hundred thousand people. So of course, 50,000 of those people absolutely loved it. And they were saying things like, oh my goodness, you're going to change my life. And 50,000 of those people hated, not they hated it, they hated me. Yeah. Well, let's like, talk about that because people are thinking out listening to this right now. How is it possible that you're helping people lose weight and there's people that hate you? Because <laughs> well, they there'll always be people. But how, like, what were they saying that was hateful? How so? It was, it was so weird. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to come to that in just a second, because what was, what was so bizarre and what links in so strongly to what you were saying about managing your mind. I was desperate a week before that for someone to see my stuff. And then all of a sudden it felt like everyone was seeing my stuff. And I hated that too. So I hated the no one seeing it. And then I hated everyone seeing it. And the temptation to run and hide and to, to delete the video and to take myself off TikTok was so strong. I was literally so wretched. If you could have seen me, I, I was in my kitchen. <laughs> I was in my kitchen crying to my other half who was just like, you know, okay, I don't know what to say to you right now, but I had to figure out a way to be okay with it. And there was no way to do that in any kind of strategy that I've ever read about business. That was managing my mind and only that. Yeah, like, it, it and it is, right? Like that's what oh my a, lot of my, a lot of my clients are scared to talk. And when they do things like that happen, they take it personally, you cannot take it personally. And this is why, again, life coach, not a business coach. If you're with a business coach and you get hatred, they're gonna be like, oh, just it's whatever. It's not personal, but like life coaching, like let's figure out what you're thinking. Why is it affecting you, right? If yeah. you get affected by something hateful, like some part of you is believing what they're saying and they're attaching to it. We had to figure out like, yeah, I always say thank the haters because they show you where you believe bad things about yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because ultimately they were saying things that were my deep seated fears. Like let's, I let's hear some. Yeah. Like I didn't know what I was talking about. I was okay. encouraging eating disorders. Like so many people, if you, if you listen to the content of the video, I think that it is very clear who it is intended for. It's intended for women in their 40s who have 40, 50 plus pounds to lose, right? Who are emotional overeaters. And I had people coming back to me saying, this is not how you handle someone with an eating disorder. This is not how you handle someone with anorexia, for example. And I'm like, no, no, of course it isn't. Because if you are someone that's suffering with anorexia or an eating disorder, please, with all the love, do not follow me. I'm not the person to follow. You know, I'm the person to follow if you've got the problem that I am speaking to, which is the opposite problem. I am not an eating disorder coach or an emo or an anorexia coach at all. There are people out there that do that, that you should absolutely follow. 
And in one sense, kind of the logic of it, I understand that it can be like quite a triggering subject, but equally speaking, come on, you know, what if we are now living in a world whereby we are giving the same advice to someone with anorexia and someone who is an emotional overeater who may be obese, we're going to have a massive problem. Like surely you can see that. The, the same advice cannot go to those two well, people. That's the problem, right? Is that we we make things clinical, like everything that you have going on mentally is a clinical disorder, right? That's why I didn't like the psych hospital. Like there were people in the psych hospital, in my opinion, and I'm not a licensed therapist, but in my opinion, that maybe they didn't have clinical disorders. Maybe they were just going through a rough period in their life and to get that label, it's damaging. And then they get mistreated, yeah. right? And then a lot of them get on medication that they may or may not need, which is just a temporary solution for a problem that might not exist. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, I think that for me, understanding that an amount of responsibility sits on the person who's reading my stuff to decide whether it's intended for them. Yeah, and I if agree it's with not, you. No problem. Just keep scrolling. Like you don't have to sit and leave the hate. That's about you. That is not about me. Well, it's but funny because I've got to be able to withstand that because yeah. if I'm not turning anyone off, I'm not turning anyone on either. And you know? I so see... I've got to be able to withstand the hatred to make it through that point. And that is like one teeny tiny part of the management of your brain in this whole, in this whole scenario. Like you, you cannot, you will not ever succeed beyond five minutes. If you in, in your own business, if you don't manage your brain. Yeah. 100%. That's why I'm like trying to, it's, we were talking about how frustrating it'd be to market to people, right? Marketing's like what I thought was sales is not like I used to sell cars and everything. I'm like, Oh, I can do that. I can go talk to people and just sell them. And it's like, no, you can't, you have to be able to like talk to people in their words and help them. And I've been trying to find a way to do this with business. It's like, I don't care what tactics you have. You can literally Google how to start a business. Have fun. Why are so many people so unsuccessful at it then? Because you need to manage your brain. It's all yeah. like people are going to come at you for no reason. Like you're a weight loss coach and people are misconstruing what you're saying from a hateful lens. Like they're hateful, right? And remember yeah. like hate for you guys listening is it's all about someone's belief systems that they filter their own beliefs through. And they're looking at you through that filter. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with what they believe about life from their own experiences. So like it isn't personal to you. And if you think it is and you take it that way, you're right. You're never going to succeed at business. You won't even succeed at weight loss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, you know, starting your own business and making it successful and staying in it for the long run has got to have something like the same, the same statistics as people who lose weight and keep it off forever. It's got to be like something like less than 1%, you know, and there, there's a reason for that. And the thing is you can have all the strategy in the world. You could write someone and this is what I want you to do for your business. And I could write someone and this is what I want you to eat but it's it's never going to create long lasting success for you like there's so many people out there looking for the how how do you do it how do you do it what's like the million the million dollar method it's not about the method it's not about what you do it's about the management of your brain so that you can figure that shit out because if you don't manage your brain it ain't happening ever yeah, yeah. <laughs> hannah said she teaches you how to teach yourself to lose weight permanently and i teach you how to teach yourself how to own a business for good i think yeah. the stat in the united states i don't know if it's like this in the uk but it's 90% or 90 plus percent of small businesses fail. Yeah. And I have a theory. It's like, if they're failing, it's because somebody quit. And if they're quitting, it's because they're not managing their mind. So every single mm -hmm. thing leads back to you not managing your mind. Like if you have a dream, you've got to learn how to manage your brain around it. And I have a question for you. Like, what was the, this is where I find a lot of my clients are, is I will get a lot of people on consults who they tell me out loud, right? The action is they want to have a business, but like they haven't committed. <laughs> you can tell from how they're talking about it, right? You're like, mm -hmm. well, they're expecting me to do the how, and then also run their business for them. Not everyone, obviously I have loving clients who are so working hard and amazing, but a lot of people like, how do you make that decision? How did you make that decision in your life to actually go all in to where you weren't going to give up on yourself? Do you remember when you made it? Yeah, hundred percent. And I think that 
when you when you make the decision to start something, your like motivation is at its highest, right? You're just feeling the good. You're just feeling I'm gonna just, I'm gonna set up this business. Yeah. I'm gonna lose this weight. I'm gonna do that. Way and you're like, yeah, they always say excitement has a half life. <laughs> yeah, right. And then all of a sudden, you realize just how bloody hard it is. Like you're gonna realize, and all of the doubt, and all of the frustration, and all of the hard graft is gonna come at you. And if you don't have a hard enough why to get you through that, that's when you'll stop. And the thing is. Anybody, and I'm probably going to get hate for saying this, but anybody that gives up on anything just simply gave up before they got to their success point. No, it's true. That's literally a fact. Yeah, 100%. That's like all the success. Every single self-help book I've ever read, that's a fact. I mean, that's literally what happens, right? If you fail, that means you gave up. (laughs) That's what failure is. Like That's how business owners see failure is you've just given up if you're not getting where you're getting. And it's, it's so funny because like, some of my clients that have been with me like six months or more, we spend a lot of time talking about their failures, right? And how important their failures have been and how they would have never have got to where they're going unless they experienced those failures. So all those blips, all of those weekend binges, all of those times you fell off the wagon, all the times it went wrong. I have interviews and videos with them on my online platform that my people who are currently in a blip watch constantly to know to keep going. And it's like, yeah, the success stories are great. And everyone wants to see the before and after shot. Everyone wants to see the, I went from nothing to a hundred K story. We all want to hear those, but actually I think the more powerful things are the stories. Like you and I were just saying, like, remember the time when, remember the times when we were flat broke, when we had Uh, nothing coming in, when we were in the minus and we had no money and we were still there managing our mind, keeping through it. We did not, we didn't cut and run and went and found the nearest nine to five job. We stayed with it. You know, and it's like for my weight loss people, when you're in the middle and you're of like, you're up to your elbows in pizza and Ben and Jerry's, right? It's how you recover from that and like go forward. What is your why? Like, what is the why for you? My why? Yeah, yeah. Um, so this year, my why is that, so my goal is to get a hundred K to have a hundred K in my business this year. Um, and the reason for that is because I want my whole family to just be completely secure in where we live and how much money we have and all of those things. I want to be able to send my parents who are in their seventies on a world cruise. Cause they've always wanted to do it for like three months and they've never been able to afford to. So I want to just like be, Oh, Hey, I've booked your world cruise off you go you know type thing um so i want my like my parents and my family to not struggle anymore money wise and that that is my hard driven why and sitting equal to that i get to do that and achieve that in changing lives for so many people that are miserable with their weight struggle like what a beautiful exchange like it it just couldn't be better than that could it you know yeah no that's why i'm doing it well I've had a bunch of stories where I felt really pathetic at jobs. <laughs> Though one of the main ones, I got a 1% raise in my psych hospital job. So let me get this straight. And people might hear this at work there with me, but I work harder than anybody else around me always. That's just how I work. Like I yeah. like the job I'm doing. I come and I give it my all. I give a shit. Like even if people around me don't care, I make it a point to care. And like I'm there. It's respect to yourself to care about what you're doing. I got a 1% raise, 17 cents an hour because one of the managers didn't like me. And they bitched to one of the other managers when I was doing my employee review. So it was totally political. So um, it made me feel really small and weak and I wasn't making the impact I wanted. I'm like, this is bullshit. I got this job to make a strong impact on people's lives. I'm not making it in the psych hospital. Like that wasn't the impact I wanted to leave. And I was getting paid like shit. So I'm like, this, this is ridiculous. My entire life I've had jobs where I'm under earning and not leaving the impact I want to leave. So I'm going to prove it. If no, if to nobody else, I'll prove it to myself that I can actually do something that's genuinely with integrity and meaningful to me 
where I'm making enough money to where I want to live the life I want to live. I'm so sick of seeing people like sacrifice their morals and sacrifice their integrity to make money. I think it's bullshit. Everywhere I've ever worked, people have done it. Every I've sold new cards, used cards, never lied to one person. I did door-to-door sales. Like half the people at that job were pieces of slimy garbage that would just blatantly lie to people. I'm like, this is bullshit. You don't need to be a piece of shit for money and you can do something you care about. And I'm going to prove that point. If it takes my whole life and I, I'm the only one that I move, that's fine. Like I'm no longer doing this. That's what got me to invest 21 grand. I almost died. I fell off that scooter at, in Detroit a couple of years ago. And it was right around the time I got this raised situation. I'm like, this is bullshit. If I die, still working is a bum ass mental health tech getting paid $17, $17 and 17 cents an hour hating that I feel like, you know, just underserving myself. It's like, I don't deserve this. Why am I doing this? Like I can go help people since I've started coaching. I've literally like, yes, I'm struggling financially. It's a new business. So I'm investing a shit ton of money into it. But like my income, I was getting paid $17 an hour. Now I charge anywhere from 125 to 150 an hour, depending on like that jump in less than six months is insane. And I'm like actually providing that value to my clients. Like they're happy to pay it. They're actually becoming the people they want to become because I've made the decision. So I'm all fired up about it. But so many people are like, you know, they feel pathetic in their jobs and you should, because you're treating yourself like shit, working for someone, not getting paid enough. And the only reason you're doing it is because you're scared to take action, scared to put yourself out there. And it's like, I'm, I'm angry. I think that there's some anger behind it. It's like, this is bullshit. I'm not going to live in this world. We live in like, you know, I know you're not in the U S but like the land of opportunity. My grandparents came here to have a better life. And I'm in a job that I can't even support. Literally. Like I literally live in a one bedroom apartment for me to work full-time at the psych hospital. I wouldn't be able to afford this one bedroom apartment in what is considered low income housing in my town. Like what? This is bullshit. I can't afford to live on a job that was supposed to be meaningful. Stupid. But do you know what? Even what you've just said about that jump. So it, that's an, that's another really good example about how about when it is so important to manage your mind. You know what I was saying about not getting any views on my stuff and then I had mm-hmm. loads and I had to manage my mind around that? Yeah. But back when I had no clients or not enough clients and I was desperate for more clients, mm. Then I went and I got a load more clients. And then it, that was just as hard as not having any, because when I didn't have any, it was like totally, you know, I don't have enough clients. I don't have enough money coming in. don't have enough people on my books and I desperately want more. Then I got more and that was just as hard because now I've got all of these people that suddenly I've, who are trusting me and who have paid me and I've got to deliver now and all those things that I said I was going to do, you know, maybe I didn't want all of these clients. Like yeah. after all, isn't it so honestly, funny that you have to, you have to manage your mind every single point and really realizing that it is no better there than it is here. You're just outgrowing problems and growing into new ones. And you think that, you know, oh, when I get my first client, I want to get my first 10 clients or when I've earned hundred K all my problems will be over. They absolutely won't. These ones might be gone or you've got another version of them, but you just grow into new ones all the time. And if you don't manage your mind around that, you are, you are checking out at some point Yeah, for sure. <laughs> without these tools, I mean, seriously, without these tools, cause I'm in credit card debt. I'm like, I don't know if you have credit in the UK, but like I have like an 800 credit yeah. score. Like I'm 28. I've spent my entire life. I've never missed one bill. I pay off everything. I've taken out credit cards deliberately just to pay them off and like done everything right. And now I have debt. Like, I think it's like $20,000 worth of credit card debt altogether with everything that I have, which is like a number that two years ago, if I would have had even half of that, I would have been in a corner crying, rolled up in the ball. I mean, honestly. And now it's like, I don't give a shit. I'm a life coach. I'm going to manage my thoughts around this. And if I can manage my thoughts around this, I'm going to go out and show up in a clean space and get clients. If I can't manage my thoughts around this, I'm going to be terrified. I'm going to be 
undervaluing what I'm doing. No one's going to want it because I'm going to be showing up like nobody wants to trust a coach who can't manage their mind around something. And I think it's important, like everything that you're going through, you're at the exact right point that you're at. So like, it's not better than there. I just did a whole session with a client the other day. She's amazing. And she's just got a client, her first one that she wanted. And she's freaking out about having a client now. And it's like, yeah, like, it's never your circumstances outside of yourself that are causing the emotions. It's everything that you can manage inside and you need to learn. That's why like, even if people don't start a business within six months working with me, which is highly unlikely, they're going to at least understand what it's like to be an entrepreneur. And that's so much more important than yeah. like, there's so many classes I've seen people take where it's like $3,000 to sign up to do your dropshipping company. And it's like, great. You have the exact how it's not going to help you because you don't know how to manage your mind. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is for sure. One of the hardest things you will ever do, but yeah. it really, really is. And I, I think, but even like I anything that depths yeah, of my soul, but like the business ownership or the mind management, all of it, you know, and yeah. the thing, the thing I think that makes it like, so the thing that makes all of it possible yet, what is the thing that is the hardest? And it's true as well for people that are like losing weight for the, for the final time, you know? Uh, the people that are setting up their businesses, that's all meta, you know, the, the skills yeah. for all of it all comes down to my management. Like, I think so too. Look, yeah. look outside, outside of us for solutions to things all of the time. Like we're constantly like looking around, like, like little rabbits that have like popped up out of our hole, like <laughs> looking around. So where's my solution? I need to go and get that. I need to go and get that. I need to go and get that. No, you never, ever need to do that. You need to always stop and bring it back in here. Like th this is the only thing you need for anything. She's pointing like, at her brain. <laughs> I'm pointing at my brain. Yeah. Um, and I think that that is, that is the thing that is missing because if I was to talk to a brand new person, you know, who wanted to lose weight, or if you were to talk to a brand new person who wanted to set up business and we're, we're telling you it's all about your mind, you probably think we were crazy. But when you uh. take, when, when you start walking that road, you realize it is the only thing you need to do. It is genuinely the only thing you need to do to lose weight forever, to set up a business is manage your brain. And I don't say that lightly because that is so hard. <laughs> it's so hard to do. Yeah. Like if you don't have a coach helping you, it's going to be like tough. <laughs> I wouldn't be here. I spent $4,500 this year on coaching. Um, and there's no way I'd be here without like learning to consistently managing my mind around things. Like it's the most important thing I'll ever invest in ever. And I know people are like, yeah. oh, they're coaches. Of course they say that. Well, it's like, go start a business. <laughs> I'll yeah, see you in a try. couple months. <laughs> But, yeah, um, and, and I don't want to make it like, I don't want to make it sound like it's not possible or you can't have it, but I want you to go on expecting that you're going to have to change who you are inside of your mind. You have to, like, that's the entire process. It's not about actually having a business and the result, which most people who you can tell aren't serious about business. They're looking at the result and they're comparing their life to that. Well, you're not actually thinking yeah. about business. What you actually want to do is see who the person yeah. is on the other side of that business and then start trying to be like them instead of just trying to be like their bank account or whatever in result they have. Like you're going to yeah. have to change who you are. You are responsible, sure. even for your and weight loss. I think it's the exact same skill set. Yeah. Oh my God. Absolutely. But if you if you look at the result you currently have, this is this is a reflection of what you believe. What you believe has given you what you've got always, always, always. So if you're going to change what you've got, you've got to change what you believe. And us humans, we don't like changing what we believe. We like to stay with what we believe and believe that we're right. So when all of a sudden someone comes along and tells you that your belief systems are just beliefs, they're not not—they're not fact, they're not true, they're just your thoughts, it can make you feel so defensive because it's like challenging who you are and who, mm -hmm. you, who you believe yourself to be. And I always say, like, the truth will hurt before it liberates. You've got to go through that point where the truth hurts like hell 
and then you come out the other side of it and it's set you it's set you completely free yeah like if you'd have asked me a year ago hannah what's the most you could ever earn in your business i'd have been like maybe 50k right if i if i hustle my ass off i might get 50k a year right 50k no i'm not it's it's 100 this year no question and after that it's two and then in five it's going to be a million that's it <laughs> would i have ever thought that was possible no and my other half doesn't think it's possible like my kids don't think it's possible They're my not going parents to, right? do not think it's possible none of that matters right so many people get so like they'll whinge and they'll complain oh my husband doesn't think i'm going to lose weight oh my other half doesn't believe in my business none of that none of, none of that's fucking important sorry <laughs> none of that's no, it's not, it's not you're important. right because why are you asking them to do something that you are not willing to do yourself the most important person that can ever believe in what you're doing is you and then it doesn't matter if anyone else believes it like I had a really slow start to the year. My my goal for this year was 100K. And I said it on the 1st of January, 100K this year. And then by the mid-February, it was not looking like if it had gone in a linear way, it did mm-hmm. not look like it should be. And my other half said to me, ah, oh, how's that 100K goal looking now? I was like, just the same, exactly the same as it always was. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, but it's not going, it's not going well. I was like, it's going perfectly. It's going exactly the way it should. And Think about it. If I've got 12 months to make 100K, that's easy because I've got 12 months. But now I've got 10 months. So now it's going to be harder. So rather than abandoning that belief, that's when I've got to dig in and believe it like more than ever. Again, you've got to manage your brain. Otherwise, yeah. I'd have quit. I'd have given no, up. Same thing. I'm in the same boat. I'm like, my goal was actually 120. So I have, my goal was originally to get 30 clients, four grand, 120. And then I've lowered my price a little bit because I, I just did it after testing out and getting the program. I'm like, this is what a price I feel comfortable selling at. And I'm not on track for that. I'm not doing horrible, but I'm definitely not on track for it. So I'm managing my brain around it now too, right? Like I know it's going to happen, but I have to dig in my heels. Like you said, I have eight more, excuse me, oh, eight more months to do it. So it's going to happen. Like I haven't shifted in belief. And whenever I do shift in belief, that's the immediate pressing need that you need to work on right now. If you're going out in your business or weight loss or whatever you're doing, and you're not believing it's possible, stop acting, go back to your beliefs. Like that's the number one thing. That's like the number one thing that's going to create your result is by believing it's going to happen because you show up in a different way. When you believe that, yeah. you, it's, that you're in control of your emotions, you don't eat when you're not hungry. When you believe that you're going to have hundred K you show up in a way that's so different than when you're believing you're not going to make it. Like, yeah, even if you sure. think you're not people think an action is an action. It's not like an action paired with a belief is an action that you want to take. Yeah. Do you know, I would, whenever I got told no, on a sales console, I used to like shrink into myself and want to like curl up and die. This person didn't want what I had to offer. That's the thought, just, like, right? They don't want what I have. Like, yeah, <laughs> something's gone really, really terribly wrong. And I just brushed those under the carpet as fast as I could and made me not want to go out and find more. But you got to get more no's to get more yeses. So then I thought, well, hold on a minute. Like, I wonder why that person said no. I'm going to go back and watch that call again. And I made myself sit there and watch them back and like cringed watching myself through this whole sales process. But then I was like, why did you say that at that point? Why didn't you say this? And in the moment I was, I could see that I was like panicked. I wasn't, you know, I was people pleasing. I wasn't coaching as strong as I could. And I watched it. I watched more and more and more of those no's back. And I was like, that's obviously the reason. Like, look how I'm showing up on that call. That's not how, that's not how I coach. Okay. I need to address the shit out of that. You know, but if I'd have carried on like cringing away from the nose that I had rather than learning from them, like my conversion right now is like 95%, but it was like 40 before. But again, you got to manage your brain. Otherwise I would never have done that. Yeah. It's the it's, thoughts. It's so important. 
the, one of the biggest things that why people lose money in business, I'm convinced after seeing it so many times, is that they make it mean something bad about them instead of actually paying attention and being present. They, they get in their own head during a sale. Yeah. It's like, it's not about you. Let's find out. They're saying no because it's something that's going on in their mind. So if you mm-hmm. make it about you, it's going. you're going to lose the sale every single time because you've officially yeah. stopped serving them. Let's find out yeah. why. Every single, every single person that gets on a mm-hmm. consult with me, every single one, when I tell them to start a business, their immediate re- like reaction is no. And it's just a scared, guttural response. And when we dig into it, they're always scared they're not going to be able to do it. They're always scared that they're not going to be worth the investment and that they're going to have to actually do the scary things. Like it's totally about them. It has nothing to do with me. Like I know, you know, you got to do that work before you get on a consult. Not about you. You know, your program's good. You know that whatever you're selling is good. Your products are good. And um, they're going to say no, like expect them to do that. Of course you would. Wouldn't you? If you were going to, like you've tried weight loss before, you kind of believe this person. She doesn't seem that certain in what she's selling. Of course I'm going to say no. Like if you're mm. making a no, you know, if you're not certain, if it's about you, but um. Yeah. It's so important. Like I I've lost, I would say I've probably lost 30 to $35,000 of sales with getting in my own head and making it about me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's really easy actually to figure out exactly how much money your no's have cost you as in, you just know how much you charge and then you times it by the number of no's. That's (laughs) how much it's it's cost you. Yeah. I have a consult sheet with all these. I'm like, Oh God, like I didn't want to look at it. I know it's in the, it's in like the $30,000 range, but that's all lessons, right? Like, of course I just, I deserve to get no's. Like I let people for a while there, I was signing up people on follow-up calls because I wasn't brave enough to coach them through their objections. Like it was entirely Mm -hmm. on me. Like, of course you're saying no, you said no to yourself for the last 30 years. That's why you're on this fucking call. Like it's going to keep happening. Let's coach you and get to the honest truth. And I'm not trying to push a yes out of you, but let's find out why you're saying no so that you can say no because you're scared. And you can say that honestly and confidently. So you can actually get something out of the consult. Like if you know you're scared and that's why you're not going on your dream, it's really good knowledge to know. Now you can't blame me for it. (laughs) Yeah. And ultimately like you can lie to whoever you want, but if you lie to yourself, you're onto a loser. Like you're going to lie to someone, don't make it you. (laughs) Right. And that's who we do it. And we blame. That's how, you know, if you're lying to yourself, normally it's coming out in guilt or blame. I would yeah. not, not, I'm sorry, um, not guilt. It's coming out defensively. You're typically angry yeah. at someone else. I honestly, I used to, I was all about the blame yeah. up until now. Like oh, I would blame tempting. everything and everyone for everything I had. And that is the reason I never changed it. Like now there is no, there is no blame for anything. If I fuck up a sales call, I fucked up a sales call. If yeah. I don't sign that person, that's on me. And if you do, I don't and, deliver something on time, that's my fault. And you do that, like you don't do it as a lens to hate on yourself. You do it as a compassionate lens. Like because if you blame yourself, guess what? It's in your control to change. And that's compassionate. You're not like, I always say with awareness comes compassion. Cause if you're just beating yourself up, then you're never going to grow. So like, you know, we're taking radical responsibility from a place of love and compassion for ourselves, not blaming and hating. Cause that's yeah, not, not going to serve you. It's not blame. It's accountability for it. It's accountability and it's responsibility. Yeah. And that's always better for you. So, um, the hardest part of your business, what was it? And what is it currently? If you had to pick one. As in like the hardest, like tangible piece? The hardest, no, the hardest thing that has been for you since you've decided to go all in on coaching. I don't even know when that was, how many years ago, but. The hard, oh, okay. I have one if you want to think about it. Mine has been trusting myself. I have wanted to buy courses and courses galore and Uh, have people tell me. Yeah, I'm a courseholic for sure. So I I mean, that's what the $4,500 coaching was. It's a lovely guy. He's amazing. I love him to death. But um, yeah. should I've spent forty five hundred dollars on my business when I really should have been grinding it and figuring out how to talk to people. No, yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for him to tell me how to talk to people. Pretty much, you guys. Like marketing is hard, so don't go yeah. into it thinking it's the same as sales. It's hard, and you're gonna want to pay people <clears throat> so badly to fix your problems for you. It's the worst thing yeah. you can do. 
when you're in the yeah, thick of it. For sure. Um, I think, oh my God, I've got so many. Um, keeping the faith, like through yeah. the worst, most horrendous, broke, riddled with debt, shit pit of financial despair I think I've ever been in. Yeah, that's um, where I'm kind of almost there right now, to be honest with you. Yeah. I am, but, but I'm good. Like I'm good. Like I've been managing my mind at nighttime. I sit and like detach from the money versus the emotions to it. And like, I'm managing my mind around that. It's so you guys, if you haven't gotten coaching before, go to a coach who does like causal coaching and gets to the thoughts and it'll change your life. Like, you know, how much less suffering I have to endure right now in my life, just because I'm managing my thoughts around everything. It's like, God, I used to be such a victim like such a yeah. big and I still catch yeah. myself occasionally, but it's like, I would say 5% versus the 95% and the, it used to be flipped. <laughs> like such a victim. I really, I really identify with that. Um, doesn't, yeah. Keeping the faith through like the real financial hardships, mm-hmm. uh, which kind of come at the beginning. And I would say like having, <laughs> feeling the fear of having people potentially hating me and doing it anyway. And then having people hating me, yeah. That was hard. I like that um, you said it's it's always the same too. Like before you have clients, you want them. Once you have them, you don't want them. Like it's always like that. It's always yeah. managing your mind. It doesn't matter what formula you have or framework or anything. It doesn't matter and make a lick of difference yeah. if you manage your brain. What's the best and part? Like, oh, sorry. It, it, I was just going to say, it, re- it really is no better there than it is here. It isn't. Yeah. But it is it is worth it for the growth, you know. for yeah, the- So what's the best part then? So that we're not leaving on a horrible note. What is the best part? <laughs> yeah, Money. I mean, when is it actually the money? <laughs> um, or is it what that money means? Uh, it's what it means. It's what so it means. True. I think I think that having someone pay you, which is ultimately what you want, because you what you I mean, like money's not money's not bad. Like money gives you a lot, you know? Um and arguably we all kind of need it to, you know, get by and make certain certain things easier. Yeah. But when somebody when somebody pays you, I'll tell you what the best thing is. When someone is really fucking excited to give me their money, because mm-hmm. they believe that what I'm going to give them is so worth it. Like yeah. that is the best thing. Like I had a consult with somebody recently and normally my consults are an hour and we were 20 minutes in and she's like, here's my card. And I'm like, okay, do you not have questions? She's like, nope, here it is. Take my money. I've like never experienced that before. Like the idea that I could have something. And when I say something, I mean my brain, right? That yeah. That is it. What I have in my skull is worth so much money to her because I can show her how to fix her problems. Isn't that so cool? That is just the most beautiful thing because, and I always say to people like when they, when they contact me, like when they fill in my application form, they'll fill in my application form and I'll say to them, Hey, you know, thanks so much for filling my application form. Do you want to, you know, meet via zoom and we'll talk about everything and I can answer all of your questions. And often they want to know straight away, like how much money I charge. They want to know that upfront, which, you know, I understand that. I understand wanting, you know, wanting to know how much uh, your investment is going to be. Um, but the people, and you can always tell like someone just going, look, I genuinely want to know if I can afford you or not before I waste your time. Okay, cool. I'm going to give you all of that information. But then you get the people who are really kind of pernickety over it. And it's almost yeah. like they want you to convince them that they should sign up with you. They're I'm called tire kick- yeah, tire kickers. I'm like, I don't want you in my group and in my program unless you are really fucking excited to be there. Mm-hmm. And I don't want any money from anyone that isn't really excited to pay it to me. Yep. Because- I won't pay money to somebody and like, I would never have paid money to, you know, to learn life coaching where we learned it. Had I not been really excited to give them that money. Yeah. Like, and you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have actually gotten anything out of it. I mean, that's how, yeah. 
yeah, they've they've got to be like so excited to send that money to me and have in return what I'm going to give them. Like yeah. that is like, that's the best thing. It's so yeah. cool. I like what, that you can be picky about that. You should be. <laughs> now, did you find yourself not being picky when you were low on income? Yeah. Yeah. There were it's definitely hard, right? times where I signed people for like scarcity reasons. I've done it too. And it's like, oh shoot, I shouldn't. And yeah. you know, immediately when you do it. Yeah. And you know what? I, um, I think, I think I did it twice and I refunded both of those people. I was Funny. like, you know, we are, we are not, we are not the right fit. And I want you to go and find someone who is the right fit. Here is your money. Like they didn't even ask for it, like to be fair, but here you go. Like, I'm never going to, I'm never going to get in an argument with somebody um, over that. It's, it's, I have more important things to like spend my energy on, like with all the love, please take it back and go and find the person that can help you. Awesome. Do you have anything else, any advice for people that are on like the people I'm helping, they want to create something that's actually meaningful to them. And they've either just jumped in or they're right on the edge. So what, what advice would you give to someone that's right there? Oh, you've got to just put your big girl pants on and do it. <laughs> <laughs> like there's, there is no point in spending time and indecision. Like there is no right decision. There is mm -hmm. only a decision. Make you, one. That you make like, right. Yeah. Make it and do it. Um, like make it, do it and invest in the right help. So just, just do the thing, stop like dicking about, just do the thing, decide and have a really strong reason why. And then go and find someone like you, like Andrew is the best one, find him <laughs> like, and get your brain managed. That is the most important thing you will ever spend your money on when you're an entrepreneur yep. for sure. I will, that is the controversial hill that I would die on. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. I totally agree. That's going to be my whole career is time people to yeah. not spend money learning the exact how to, because that's exactly that is, what you need to not do as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Managing your brain, right? Which you can do yourself to a certain extent, especially if you're like a trained causal life coach. Um, but even, even if you are like, and especially if you're not, you've got to have someone to help you manage your brain. You have to, like you have to, and that will probably be the difference between you making it and not making it. Yep. I totally like, agree. You, that is that is the difference between the one percent and the ninety nine that fail. That, it is, that, it is that's it. Like that's yeah. the only reason that we're both yeah. in business today, that doing this. Find find the money to pay Andrew. Pay Andrew. Do it. <laughs> that's my advice. Thank you so anyway. much. It's been so nice talking with you. Give me anything else you want to add? <laughs> no, just pay Andrew money. I promise you it's worth it. Like <laughs> I've I've had coaching from Andrew, like in the when we were when we were training together. Like I always used to think, yeah, that guy knows what he's talking about. Like genuinely, I'm not just like blowing smoke up your ass. I genuinely did always used to think, yeah, he's going to be a really good, he's going to be a really good coach. Thank you very much. I'm like, and that's the part I'm at right now. It's like, I've spent the last three months, like really getting into it. I'm like, oh, I'm good. And I know I'm good. And like, there's yeah. three, there's three to four clients I have right now. They're like in my program where it's like, they're taking action. And because they're taking action, we're coaching on all the heavy stuff. And it's like life changing the amount of of yeah. transformation I've seen in three months of somebody that's taken action consistently and learned and coach. It's like, whoa, but I've also learned yeah. a lot, right? Like I want people, like you said, in my program who are actually ready to take action. And I've made mistakes in the past and not taking those people. Um, so if you're going to get on the phone with me, like your life's going to change. So get ready for it. But if you're not quite ready for it, that's okay. Keep listening to the podcast and that's all right. You'll be ready one day. Yeah. There was, I still remember like the day you first messaged me on Instagram and you were like, Hannah, I need coaching. And I was like, mm. whoa, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I, what, why would you ask me? Like, I can't coach you. <laughs> like, it was so funny. I don't know if I've ever even told you that, but that's yeah. so funny because I'm so inspired by you. Like you're coaching. I love 
I'm actually inspired by you to step out and be yourself authentically because I always thought I did that. Like in my real life, when I'm behind the screen, I'm unforgivably myself. And then I get in front of the camera, I'm like, oh God, I'm going to piss someone off. But you know what it is though? It's my, it's my clinical training because that whole world's full of very, very um, insecure people. Even in like the therapy, like a lot of the social workers and the people I worked, they were like, you can't say things around them. They're, they're very easily offended. And it's like, it's so controversial because of the pharmaceutical company in the United States that like Mm-hmm. You're conditioned. Don't talk against big pharma. Don't talk about mental health. You don't have a license. And it's like, that's where that hesitancy is coming from. And that's why I got my four-year site degree. Like, don't do that. Don't get a degree because you want to be considered um, reputable or authoritative on something. Like, that's a bad reason to get a degree. You get it because you want to learn what's in the degree, not because you want to be seen by people a certain way. Yeah, right. for sure. We, we have to leave. Um, it's been a while. This is a long podcast. This has been so good. If you guys want to get weight loss coaching, do not go to anywhere else but Hannah. Well, she does she, her technical we're it's 40 over 40 right women who are 40 pounds over and 40 years old yeah so essentially i teach women to lose weight by stopping over desiring emo, we're stopping emotional over desire for food we're going to reset your brain we're going to reset your body we're going to find all of your desire reward cycles and we're going to interrupt them and it's it's super hard and super challenging but very very worth it yep, and- she's also going to help you not be a victim which is so important because when it comes to weight loss <laughs> if you are upset or sad or any of those emotions those are come with feeling like you're not in control and you're in control so she'll do it with love by the way she's amazing so she's a little bit less blunt than i am even (laughs) during coaching sessions anyway (laughs) all right thank you so much for being here today thank you for having me it's been so much fun. what's up guys i hope you're enjoying the podcast if you are ready to take all this information to the next level and apply it i want to invite you to a one-on-one consult with me we can talk about putting a plan together to help you make meaningful income coaching is often the missing link that helps you go from dreaming to taking action. Thanks guys, I'll see you next week.